Welcome to 9to5Mac Daily for Friday, December 23rd, 2022. I'm your host, Zach Hall, joined by Seth Krakowski. Hey, Seth. Hi, I'm cold. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I think the high is, high is one right now. We're filling in for chance this week. More on that later. Uh, let's talk about the last 24 hours of topics, of, of stories. Let's do it. <laughs> I want to tell you about. I want to tell you about Tesla. Uh, they have. This is an Apple story, I guess. I don't think it is. They announced a wireless charger for up to three Qi devices, and it costs three hundred dollars. It's not MagSafe, so you've got to like align your device on it precisely to have a chance at getting a charge. And you've also got a limit on like an iPhone. I think an iPhone can only go up to five watts over Qi, whereas with MagSafe, you can go 15 watts. So it's like 3X. Uh, not, <laughs> I'm not impressed. It's, two, it's, it's $300, like I mentioned. A lot of the coverage is like, hey, Tesla did what Apple couldn't do <laughs> with air power. <laughs> you know? What are the differences between it and air power? I will tell you what the differences between it and AirPower are. Uh, this thing exists. AirPower did not. You know, that's that's okay. I'll give it that. But He's a pro. AirPower Air was meant to be a three-device charger, yes, mm-hmm. that you could place a – this is before MagSafe wireless charging was a thing – that you could place an iPhone 8, iPhone 10, or later on anywhere on the mat, and it would charge even if it wasn't precisely aligned – MagSafe kind of resolved this because it just snaps into place with MagSafe. So you've got the alignment is perfect. Um, but with AirPower, the idea was there are just so many coils beneath the surface of the charging pad that anywhere you put your item, it will charge. And another key difference with anything and AirPower is that AirPower somehow was intended to charge the Apple Watch by laying it flat on the surface. Now, the Apple Watch is wireless charging from the get-go, but it's not Qi wireless charging. It's not MagSafe wireless charging. It's its own thing. It's Apple Watch wireless charging. Right. Like, you can now charge AirPods, the AirPods Pro 2, from from an Apple Watch magnetic charger, but you can't charge an Apple Watch from anything but the charging puck meant for for Apple Watch. So... Unless this thing can charge an Apple Watch, it's not air power. And I will also say Nomad, company who makes a lot of great Apple accessories, followed up with the cancellation of air power, I think even before it was canceled in like 2018, 2019, with its own multi-device charger. <laughs> like, so what, what, air, what Nomad did and still, and still provides is um, – a flat charging mat that looks like air power but comes in black, which is better. And it has uh, a spot to lay two wireless charging devices onto, like two iPhones or two, an iPhone and AirPods. And it has a charging puck for the Apple Watch. So that's sort of the compromises. It uses the actual puck. That's fine. In recent years, I think this Tesla thing is even less relevant because uh, – like the best multi-device chargers, in my opinion, are the things from like Belkin, for example, where you've got a MagSafe puck for 15 watt wireless charging for iPhone. You've got a flat surface for AirPods or anything wireless charging. And you've got a fast charging compatible Apple Watch puck, which gives you fast charging that works for Series 7, Series 8, and Apple Watch Ultra and later. So 
I would not advise anybody spend three hundred dollars on this Tesla multi device charger thing, uh, unless you just love the Tesla brand or love the unreleased Cybertruck design because it is boxy <laughs> like that. <laughs> hey, you know, I mean, they have it perfectly set up with the uh, with the uh, Cyber Whistle and the uh, Cybertruck and their promotional images. So, yeah, hey, it, that's their market. If we're talking about unreleased items that have been announced, let's then the Air Power. And the Cybertruck, that's a pretty good comparison. This charger, no, don't recommend it. But if you're in the market for something that's a little bit limited compared to what you could get for a third the price, go for it. Uh, moving on, Netflix. Just wanted to say a few months ago, it feels like a few months ago, maybe it was only a few weeks ago, Netflix launched their new cheaper plan that has ads. So you can pay like the minimum netflix will charge you is i don't know maybe five or six dollars i forget but it's probably like ten dollars i don't know but uh they'll charge you for uh they'll charge you less for an ad supported tier i think it's like 480p maybe it's not even hd it's really it's it's not i mean it's not good but it's ad supported it's the cheapest way to do netflix the, the thing i want to mention here is that we're at the end of the year or you know almost and they have not made the Netflix app for Apple TV. This is totally on Netflix to do. They have not made the Netflix app for Apple TV support the ad tier. Hmm. <laughs> like, like we've seen this before, where they'll Netflix will release sort of an interactive, um, you know, choose your own journey based on your selections in the, in the movie, what results you get thing, where that's on every platform but Apple TV, for example. And that's reasonable. But this ad-free tier not being available on the Apple TV, I mean, we, we covered it on day one. It's like Netflix's new ad tier uh, plan is here, but it's not on Apple TV. And I mean, this was probably on background, but whatever. Apple was like, that's on <laughs> that's on Netflix and it's coming soon. Like, you know, not not our fault. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, so, so I don't think... Saying, yeah. So what you're saying is that if I... Wait, can I go get... Apple, sorry, can I go get, can I go to Netflix website, sign up for the ad supported tier, then go yeah. to my Netflix app and log in. Yeah. I can still watch Netflix? Or uh, no? Can I not do that? I, I don't know. I've not actually tried it. Maybe you get Netflix with, without the ads as a bonus. I think what happens is you don't get served Netflix at all. Uh, and you have to just not watch Netflix on your Apple TV or pay for the ad free plan, which apparently Netflix is hiding now um, because they, they, you know, if you're comparing plans, they want you to see the ad one, not the, not the ad free cheap one, probably because Doesn't they want the HBO ad. and ad. Hulu also have these services that are also on Apple. Totally. I mean, YouTube has ads, so it's not like a yeah. problem. For well, an is Apple that TV. like a new thing? It's not, not new at all now. Um, so I don't know what's up with that, but it's just kind of funny to point out that for some reason, Netflix, maybe Netflix is just thinking that Apple TV subscribers don't, don't like ad supported tiers. And they're just like, <laughs> we're not even going to bother with it. Which, this is not of the Apple standards. I guess that's a compliment. I don't know what that is. Uh, moving on the ITC, which is not like an, an I Apple product is the international trade commission in the U S uh, well, I guess internationally. I don't know. Hmm, look it up. They've ruled that Apple infringed on a live core's patents for uh, what a live core does for e ECG, EKG, electrocardiogram. Uh, a live core makes like a, a, an accessory that they sell that works with their live core app on the iPhone. And you press your fingers against the thing, like both both hands, I think. And then it gives you an EKG on the spot. 
And this was very cool. And then Apple released the Apple Watch Series 4, which included EKG as part of the hardware. You just wear the watch on one wrist and touch the crown on the other. And within half a, half a minute, you get an EKG that's really, really effective. Um, so a live course says that's not cool. You've just destroyed, all, <laughs> destroyed a whole product category for us. So they, they've, they've sued over it um, based on which patents they have. Uh, so far, I think the ITC has said two times now that Apple is in the wrong here, that Apple needs to pay a live core for patents or, you know, make a licensing agreement or something to that effect. Um, the latest update on this is that it's been a it, it, there's uh, <laughs> a limited exclusion order that I believe the president will need to sign for there to be a cease and desist order to ban Apple from importing Apple watches into the US because they're made in China because of this patent. So this would involve President Biden saying AliveCore, the great AliveCore company that we all know and love because of their <laughs> complaint, <laughs> we will no longer allow, allow this obscure because company this. Apple to, to sell products in our country until they've resolved this issue. Yes. I don't think that's happening. Maybe it will. I mean, <laughs> I don't know about you, but I know about LiveCore this that's a common household name for me yeah we i mean use i use it over the dinner table with our family all the time i'm teaching yeah. it to make sure that it's my niece's first word when it comes out of her mouth all right it's like two <laughs> words <laughs> so i mean i think like it's it's curious there's there's 60 days from um yesterday so 59 now to uh for the president to make a decision on banning the apple watch from selling the u.s or not or like banning it from being imported I just feel like it's not going to happen just because See, of the here's weight where of, the patent of Apple. <laughs> this is where it doesn't mm-hmm. fit with the patent. The Apple Watch also has apps on it. That's true. I'm sure LiveCore's device didn't have apps on it. You you can't. I mean, <laughs> you can't. Uh, you can't pay for coffee with your AliveCore. I mean, the AliveCore accessory is very cool. It's it's very it's very cool. It makes EKG more accessible. Not everybody needs yeah, has an no Apple hate the LiveCore. No hate the LiveCore. Yeah, core, but exactly. Also, this is this is like it's the Apple Watch. I don't think that's going to. This get is strictly a prediction I'm making. Is that the president does not ban the Apple Watch from being imported into the United States in the next two months over this specific issue? So there's that. Um, Lastly, oh, and I will say, I think Apple supplied a statement after we did our initial report. Uh, let's see, what did Apple say? They said, well, here's what here's what a live course said. They said the ruling has resulted in a limited exclusion order and cease and desist order bar, uh, bearing Apple from importing infringing Apple devices into the U.S., potentially impacting sales of millions of devices, although the ITC has suspended enforcement of the LEO. That's limited exclusion order. Until all appeals have been exhausted, today's news is a victory for a live core, for other small innovator companies, fair, and for consumers who deserve to have choices for how to manage their cardiac health. All of that is fair. Uh, Apple says, at Apple, our teams work tirelessly to, tirelessly to create the best products and services in the world with technology that empowers users with industry-leading health, wellness, and safety features. While we firmly disagree with the ITC's decision today, we are pleased that the exclusion order has been put on pause, consistent with past precedent. The patents on which a live course case rest have been found invalid, and for that reason, we should ultimately prevail in this matter. Okay, both sides said that they're right. We'll we'll see. Uh, <laughs> no surprise there. Yep. We are sponsored today by Security Spy, one of the leading makers of CCTV or video surveillance software for macOS. We all want to feel safe and secure, 
and that's exactly what a video surveillance system at your home or your business can provide. Security Spy is software designed for the Apple ecosystem from the ground up that allows you to create a professional quality video surveillance system with easy setup, no specialist hardware, and no ongoing subscription fees. With just some standard IP cameras connected to your Mac that runs the Security Spy software, you can set up a security system with Apple Home integration, recording features, artificial intelligence, and so much more. Hit the link in the show notes to check out Security Spy and get 20% off your order. Just use the code DAILY at checkout. My thanks to Security Spy for their support of 9to5Mac Daily. Moving on, uh, this is kind of cool. Well, I don't know. Cool, cool, hot. I don't know. Uh, the Information. Wayne Ma at The Information. He's an excellent Apple reporter. He put out a new report today that sort of details the years-long um, talent export that the Apple chip team has had for the longest time, the Apple chip team, you know, they make Apple Silicon and in, in, in the iPhone, iPad, now Mac, et cetera. They've really excelled at having a great team and moving the ball forward. There's also been reports of, and also <laughs> lawsuits of employees leaving, starting their own company, maybe even using some Apple um, <laughs> technology that they weren't allowed to use uh, to make their new company happen. But specifically what's new today is that uh, Wayne Ma the information reports that Apple is working on a higher power GPU than what shipped in the iPhone 14 Pro and Pro Max. Um, if you recall, the 14 and 14 Plus, they got last year's high-end GPU chip from the iPhone 13 Pro and 13 Pro Max. There were some gains in CPU and GPU, I believe, in, in, in the iPhone 14 Pro and Pro Max this year. But according to Wayne Ma, Apple had a much more ambitious uh, graphics upgrade that includes support for ray tracing, which makes video games super realistic. Um, this is like what PS5 does. And they even do ray, they, they use ray tracing on one of the Apple Watch faces where it's got a really cool effect visually. Um, so they wanted to, to build this into the GPU um, have 50% higher memory bandwidth, be, have a five-core GPU, but apparently pretty close to the launch, the engineers decided it was too ambitious uh, and they were having heat management issues, battery management issues, and the GPU just could not be shipped for the iPhone 14 Pro in time. Um, as a result, some of the team were rearranged uh, to sort of uh, avoid this unprecedented group uh, a mistake in the future. Um, I mean, it kind of sounds like just the, the pace of your, your your work. Like if it wasn't ready in time, you just shouldn't consider it for the thing. But um, I mean, it also sounds like next year we'll have a bigger GPU upgrade for the iPhone 15 Pro. Um, but it's, it's a new report, new detail. So that's interesting. Uh, big picture, I mean, they're looking at how often they can shrink the chip design from five nanometers to four to three to two to one to half to, we don't know. So there's, that's a feature problem for Apple and their chip team. Um, but for now, it seems like this one GPU issue uh, was in the way of, of a new, more powerful iPhone this year. So what you're saying is that next year, my idle clicking games will look way better? Yeah. I mean, I, I can't wait. You have it. If you've been trying for five years to order a PS5, forget it. I mean, just get the iPhone 15 Pro. It's gonna, it's gonna nail it for you. 
uh, <laughs> with with uh, with Google Stadia. Oh wait, you can't do Google Stadia. But uh, <laughs> okay. we can play Fortnite now. Fortnite now. No. Oh, uh, wow. never mind. Can't do Fortnite. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I guess it's as bad to idle clicking games that throw ads at you every three minutes. I mean, I think bigger than you know. I don't think it's mentioned in the information story, but but the iPhone 14 Pro, Apple Silicon chip, so A16. Uh, I think that would inform what you'd also see on other devices like the like the iPad, like the Mac Book Air and iPad Pro. So and and they have I know for the M2 MacBook Pro they they brought over some of the video codec improvements that the M1 Pro introduced, but on the M2 standard. So it isn't like there's no gains to be had for this later on the chips, but it's just one example of struggling with reality. But it's I would also say that Apple Silicon is just still miles ahead of what you can expect from Intel and others. So um, not a major not a major issue. Just something interesting to note. Uh, Seth, I think that we'll be back next week for this podcast, so it will continue to resume in its odd format. I like it. I'm I having can't fun with you. I'm having fun. <laughs> Is this like become a highlight of my day where you just explain Apple news to me for 15 minutes? I feel like I'm doing many nine to five Mac happy hours every day, which I, you know, I don't know if you know this, Seth, I started nine to five Mac daily in really? 2019. Yeah. And I wrote scripts out every day and it was exhausting <laughs> and I had no ads and it wasn't worth it. So I stopped and gave it a chance. Uh, this would be more sustainable now that I have a co-host sidekick. <laughs> sidekick. I'll, I'll be a sidekick. I'm okay with that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I do think uh, in, into the new year, we'll see chance return. Um, I'll just say the reason he's out this week and, and probably next week is that um, he, he announces on Twitter um, today. Uh, Chance's mom, Aaron, has been battling uh, ALS for the last seven months. And I know a lot of listeners and followers uh, that, that support Chance have donated uh, and support to make her fight and their stress lessen. Um, on Thursday morning, she passed away. And so Chance was spending time you know, with family in the, in the last days. And um, now that's something that he's experiencing. So... Um, it's it's tough. I lost who I considered to be, to be my mom when I was 22. Chances, I think he's around like 25, 26. Um, his mom was in her early 50s, so that's way too soon. So um, sending our thoughts and prayers to Chance over the holiday. And with that, uh, you know, man, it's it's tough talking about it. Like I have, I'm tingly right now. I love Chance. He's a really good guy. And I hate this for for him and, and for his family. So, yep, and yep, uh, yeah. sending our thoughts to the chance and you know, this time of year. Yep, love chance. All right, that is the nine to five Mac daily podcast for Friday, December twenty third, two thousand twenty two. Seth, you and I will probably reconvene on December twenty sixth, Monday. Uh, everyone have a merry Christmas Eve and merry Christmas. We will see you all next week. Bye. <laughs>